Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 148. And away we go. Step up to the break. We got MJP and Green Man. It's the brain and championship team. From my land to Japan and everywhere in between. Get the up-to-date news on the wrestling team. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? From the fans to the fans, let me hear the crowd pop. So take a shot. Oh, yeah. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Another episode, episode 148 of A Shot of Wrestling, the first show of the brand new year, 2019. Joining me yet again, second week in a row. <laughs> Can't get rid of him. No, Schwann and only, Mark Schwann. I, t- I told you, I'm having a good time. You know, I'm going to keep the good times going. Hollywood, welcome back. How was your New Year's? Beautiful, man. Loved it. Do anything fun? Hung out with the fiance. Hung out. There was, I actually hey, wh- live wh- over where, a bar. Wh- where is she? Supposed to be coming this week. You know, I mean, she's she's got some stuff to do with teaching and whatnot. You know, she's on break. Come on. Uh, no, actually, she's back now. Yeah. I'll get her one day. I'll get her one day. <laughs> one day. If I come to your house, maybe lock her in. In your house, yes. Schwan episode. Oh, there we go. I like to send some of that. <laughs> Shot of wrestling in your house. Perfect. Boom. Write it down. And I do live over a bar, so. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. What kind of bar? Irish pub? Yeah, it's an Irish pub. That's actually where I spent my New Year's. A lot of fun. Did you get home safe? Yeah, I just walked upstairs. Yeah. It was great. Well, I should say stumbled upstairs. <laughs> do you remember anything? Like, what time did you get to bed? What time did you go home? I don't really remember what time I went to bed. I do remember uh, it was an open bar at the at the place. Oh, shit. Nice. And uh, we played a little game called, there was like a, a website where you could pick like a random drink mm-hmm. and whatever it was, we had the bartender make it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We got pretty fucked up. <laughs> I gotta play that game. Give me that website. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, 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 I think it's WebTender or something like that. WebTinder? WebTender. WebTender. It's something like that. I'll give you the site. Yeah, it's preach. How was your New Year's? What did you do? I was going to a friend's house, had a local house party as the last seven years in a row. I'll keep the tradition alive. Yeah, they got young kids, so they can't really go out and do much. Mm. So I'll just go over there and hang out with them. You didn't slip the kids any uh, any drinks, did you? Yeah, of course. Tradition. There just you go. tradition. <laughs> Every year, they have this tradition there. 12 grapes. It's a Spanish tradition. You do 12 grapes at midnight. Mm-hmm. One for each month. One wish per grape. Interesting. Well, what type of... Sp- I'm part Spanish myself. I've actually never heard of this. Oh, I don't have no clue. <laughs> I, I know Ecuadorians. I know... She's Colombian, so any kind, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's a pretty cool one. So you made a wish per grape. grape? For 12 okay. grapes. For 12 grapes. Okay. And then what they do is you take uh, lentils and you put them in your pocket for good luck. Huh. Okay. Are they fucking with you or is this... <laughs> no, this, apparently this is a straight up tradition. Okay. Everyone does it. That's just a gringo. <laughs> I just... Every year we do this. That's nice. And I hate it every year because... Why? The next day, I'll find lentils on my floor. <laughs> a couple days later, I'll find lentils in my pocket. What's really weird is, last year, two years ago, it was June. I put, pull a dollar out of my pocket, a lentil falls out. There's a, there's a lot of small, tiny little seeds, I guess, of something. I don't know what actually they are. Oh, so annoying. Those damn lentils yeah, popping up all over the place. Yeah, I can't figure it out. <laughs> that was one year's. Any resolutions? Um, to be more present. That's my New Year's resolution. In what way? In what way? I, I tend to focus a lot on uh, on the future. Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, you know, some people would say there's nothing wrong with that, but you know, I I really focus in on the future. I I, I always see like I'm the type of person who I don't I don't know. I look down a road. I don't just see the road in front of me. I see the whole city. Interesting. And so like I I see like all the avenues and everything that branches off that road, and wow. um, I'm not really as focused as I should be on the present. So that's what I'm focusing on more right now. That's deep shit. Yeah, I'm pretty deep sometimes, man. You know, I, I am an actor, so... That's, that's deep shit. <laughs> but before we get more, let's start the show. We always start with this week's wrestling replay. Mm-hmm. Once again, it was guest choice. The first thing out of your mouth, I'm even thinking about it. You said, oh, I'm feeling like an invasion. <laughs> so we picked Invasion, July 22nd, 2001, from the Gun Arena in Cleveland, Ohio, in front of 17,964. Edge and Christian representing the WWF defeated Lance Storm and Mike Awesome from the Alliance in 10 minutes, 10 seconds. Earl Hebner 
or saying the WWF defeated Nick Patrick from the Alliance with Mick Foley as special guest referee in 2 minutes 50 seconds. The APA defeated Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare in 7 minutes 17 seconds. I don't need to go what Alliance they are. We know. We know. Yeah. Billy Kidman defeated X-Pac in 7 minutes 12 seconds. Raven defeated William Regal in 6 minutes 34 seconds. Very short matches. Chris Canyon, Hugh Morris, Sean Stasiak defeated Albert Big Show and Billy Gunn in 4 minutes 23 seconds. The Jerry defeated Taz in 5 minutes 43 seconds. Rob Van Dam defeated Jeff Hardy to win the Hardcore Championship in 12 minutes 24 seconds. Trish Stratus and Lita defeated Tori Wilson and Stacey Keebler in the classic, much-missed, Braun Pennies match with <laughs> Mick Foley as special guest referee in 5 minutes 4 seconds. And in your main event, Booker T, Bubba Ray, Diamond Dallas Page, Devon, and Rhino defeated Chris Jericho, Kane, Kurt Angle, Stone Cold, and The Undertaker in 29 minutes 3 seconds. Very short matches, actually. Yeah. None of them went over 10 minutes except for one of them. And that's the main event. How old is Rhino, the fact that he's still yeah. going? <laughs> oh, he's old. He's got to be up there. He's got to be in his what, late 40s, if that. Maybe more than that. Has to be. Good for him. He's still going. What made you pick this one? What 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 what, what did the invasion come from? Well, you know, I, I couldn't help but think, you know, of like, you know, us and the Deadly Saiyan squad taking over each us, and every single right. promotion. You know, and... uh you know, every podcast? Yeah, here in the pro- podcast, and uh, you know, I couldn't help but think, like, you know what? I'm feeling, I'm feeling an invasion mood right now. Okay, let, let let's see uh, how they did it in WWE. Taking notes for the year to come. I, look, taking notes and looking to see how we're going to do it better. So far, I think so good. You know, 2018, we we took the New York scene by storm. Oh, that's like putting it mildly. Putting it mildly, exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to be modest here. I appreciate that. Yeah, trying to. You know, I, I don't want my head to explode too much. Too much. Barely fit in the door. Okay. Barely could, you know. I, I got to get myself out of here at some yeah. point. <laughs> but 2019, it's going to make 2018 look like chump change. Really? That's that's what we have planned, man. What I have planned is getting a plus one to your wedding because Charlie Caruso's coming by my house. So last year I started meeting Emma. This year I'm going to meet Charlie Caruso. I can't wait. Start off the new year the same way as last year. It's going to be fantastic. You got to let me know how that goes, man. Oh, man, if I can fucking breathe, if I can fucking do it right. <laughs> oh, my God. Are, now, are you going to play a song for it like we discussed? Or? I can't play the guitar. No? No. Not, you, maybe we'll do like the old school movies from the 80s, put a boombox over my head. I was, yeah. I was actually about to say that. You just stole that out of my mouth. Oh. Which song are you going to play? I got to figure it out. <laughs> Any suggestions? Dial it up, 619-343-3005. Last week, we talked about something on the air, how I was doing some shopping. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to the top alt songs of all time, right? Yes. Lay it on me. Later on the weekend, I finally listened just in time for the top three. Okay. Right? Yeah. Number three, Linkin Park in the end. Ooh. Okay. Higher or lower? That particular song, would you even consider alt? Like, I consider more rock than anything. I mean, it's a great song. Number two was the DJ's number one pick, Nirvana Spells Like Teen Spirit. Fucking love that song. I mean... Number one alt song of all time. Take a guess. What was your? What is yours? If you had to guess or had to vote. I mean, I, I don't consider those songs alt. I would consider that more rock than anything. But if we're going based on the song choices that they're having right now, I would say "Sweet Child of Mine," Guns N' Roses. This band had, I think she said, seven or nine songs in the top ninety-four. Red Hot Chili Peppers, "Under the Bridge." What number one of all time? What erroneous? I, I don't know who voted on them, but that was the top three. Oh, that's the point I see. Um, I am disappointed. First, I, I don't know. What would be your number one? For alt, like... Alt songs, number one of all time. Oh, man. You're putting me on the spot right now. Do you need time to think? Well, I, I, need, I need time to think about okay. this. That's a tough choice. So before you get here today, while you think about this, I'm a little upset with you. Actually, I got, some, I got a bone to pick with you. Oh, go ahead. Lay it on me, brother. Talked about your career several times on the show. Yeah. Off air yeah. numerous times. There's one show I'm a big fan of. Right. Seen every episode. Yeah. Got canceled from one network, went to another network, went to another network. Four seasons, three networks. It's fucking crazy. I followed every single show. Which one? See on your IMDb page, you're on Unforgettable with Poppy Montgomery? <laughs> Young Dad? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. What episode was this? I've seen your work then. No, I was I was a background role for that. That's when I... I've uh, seen what? you, though. I, I, I watched every episode. That was... Uh, that episode, if I remember correctly, there was a bomb going off or fake bomb going off in the playground in central park okay and i basically the the what they wanted me to do is like you know i'm the young dad and my kid is in the in the fucking oh so you weren't part of the main storyline you were just like a a bit actor with a young kid yeah yeah and um 
my kid is in is on the fucking um, the swings. Okay, they, they go around around, and uh, you know, bombs about to go off, whatever, and we all book it, and I leave my kid oh, <laughs> in the swings. Dick, I'm like the first one out and booking it out of there. Tell your wife that. Well, I mean, I'm just going based on what they told me what to do. I, I had a note about that. I'm like, wait, so I'm just leaving my kid. They're like, yeah. Like, <laughs> if I want to get into commercials, how do I do that? You're in the wrong state for it. <laughs> well, are you? Have you acted before? Are you? Are you an actor as well? No, everyone told me I should. All right, so me and my grandmother and my aunts. Actually, so you're non-union then. I mean, there are opportunities in New York for non-union work as in commercials, so you can definitely do that. But uh, the to get the real money in it, uh, L.A. is where it's at. But hey, hey, there's still opportunities here for you, man. Yeah. Go for it. I'll give you the hookup. Preach, preach. At the height, I got the looks. I gotta. Yeah, exactly. You gotta work on it. Yeah. Man. Anything else you want to talk about before we get into the news? Let's just go right into the news. Let's do it. It's in the news with Michael J. Marshawn, you were shocked when I told you that was Tutti Fruity by the late, great, mean Gene Okerlund. <laughs> he sounded really good. The dude had a hell of a voice. That's coming off the uh, res- wrestling album. Mm-hmm. I have the, actually have the uh, liner notes here because so I actually own that CD. <laughs> Track number eight, Mean Gene Okerlund. I got to see this. Two minutes, 40 seconds. So yeah, Mean Gene Okerlund. I know. That one stung. That one stung for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, though? Like, I was sad for a moment, but... You know, he did, the man had a, a long, prosperous life. He did a lot for, for wrestling in general. He was a good man. The most dotable name in wrestling. Absolutely. absolutely. Name, besides Hulk Hogan, maybe, from the era. You can't help but, you know, but celebrate his life that absolutely. way because, you know, there was a lot to celebrate with his life. He passed away at the age of 76. It's being reported that he suffered a recent fall, which led to health issues before his passing. TMZ reports that Oakland was seriously injured during that quote-unquote nasty fall back in December. The fall triggered a rapid decline in his health, which led to his death. Gene's son, Todd, told TMZ that his father suffered multiple broken ribs during the fall. He was treated at a hospital in Sarasota, Florida. Todd added that his father had been frail conditioned before that, which mm. made things in the fall made things much worse. Gene was admitted to a nursing home just four days before his death. He, he began having breathing problems. They rushed him to the hospital where he passed away. It was a morning. Sad. His wife was by his side, thankfully. Uh, Todd told TMZ he's, the family is touched by all the outpouring of support. And how can you not love this guy? No, absolutely. I mean, seems like a sweetheart. I've not read any bad thing about him. I mean, who says bad things when someone dies? But even when, <laughs> uh, nowadays, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> I've never heard a bad thing about Gene Okerlund. No. When he was, even when he was alive. 
and the flooding of stories and supports and pictures of people. I'm the only one who never met this guy. Everyone's posting pictures of this guy. <laughs> right? Yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, well, you know, how did I not meet him? And apparently, uh, Zelina Vega posts pictures of him, and he's a big supporter of hers. Justin Roberts. Like, this guy took time to talk to you and support and give advice to anyone who wanted it. That's amazing. What a, what a, an amazing, that's a rare breed nowadays, unfortunately, in this world. Unfortunately, you're right. And, you know, not to say it's dead, for lack of better words, <laughs> but way lack of better words. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Oof. But, you know, there are people out there like that. Um, but, yeah, he he was... You don't hear anything bad about him. I mean, the dude was Never. a true gem. The first, really only show that I watched beginning to end on the network was Legends House. Did you really? I actually never watched it. Oh, that's one of the one shows I watched beginning to end because it was episodic. It was a season. Who was that? It was Mean Gene Piper, right? Mean Gene, oh, yeah. Mean Gene, Roddy Piper, Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas. Pat Patterson. Did Tony Atlas pass too? Hillbilly Jim. No, he's still alive. Hillbilly Jim. Um, don't remember who else it was. There's a couple of us. Hmm. It was hosted by my beautiful Ashley from Pussycat Dolls. One favorite Pussycat Doll. Look her up. Really? Ashley Roberts. It's actually, when I started watching the show. <laughs> but Gino couldn't get me hooked. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was a big loss. It's one of those. In this industry, people die all the time, unfortunately, for random reasons. This one stung a little bit. It did. You know what's crazy, though? The kid in me was hurt. When uh, when you hear of older people passing, usually you hear about a fall happens, right? Yep. And, and then they die not too long after that. I, I've heard something that um, there's something that involved that there was that there may be some sort of illness or whatever beforehand that causes the fall. There was stories about how he had like three different kidney surgeries in the last ten years. Mm. So that so that maybe did play a factor. That what led to his son saying he was frail condition already. Right. Right. In the fall, that just made things worse. Man, no, my condolences go out to his loved ones, his family, and everyone. Took the words out of my mouth. We here at a shot of wrestling. <laughs> Send our condolences to Oakland's friends and family. But late breaking news is WWE announced that Hulk Hogan will return to Raw to celebrate the life of Mean Gene Oakland. This will be the first time Hogan appeared on Raw since 2015, and only his second public appearance since being reinstated. Should be interesting. That should be interesting. It can't be live in the crowd. It's got to be pre-taped. No, I I think this is going to be the first live one uh, in the last two weeks. Right? Yeah, first one. Yeah, first live one of the year. First live one. In the oh, year. you're thinking it's going to be like a pre backstage segment? You know? Yeah, it's I don't be... think it's going to be in the ring. That's too risky. I don't know. I, I... Wait, where where's Raw this Monday? Don't know often. But you can't have Hulk Hogan in the ring on a live mic in a live crowd. You can't in New York, but <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Depends where. It's in Florida, maybe. You can't do it in a smart crowd. That's true. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm worried about this. It has to be pre-taped backstage. Maybe an interview. If you have Hulk Hogan, you're not doing a backstage segment. You have to put him in the ring. And take that chance of the crowd booing the shit out of him? All right. I mean, it's for Mean Gene. True. Do you think the fans are going to... What type of asshole do you have to be to get on someone for paying respects of a... Have you not met some of these wrestling fans? I know. I know. But you know what? I mean, okay. All right, you know, what? let me give them benefit of the doubt. Okay, we talked about your moment last week for a moment of the year, Roman Reigns, right? Yes. How hated was Roman Reigns before that in the wrestling community by these very same fans that we're talking about? Very much so. Very much so. But what happened when he announced that he had leukemia? They supported him. They supported him, right? You know, like we're all human beings. We're all emotional. We all run off emotions. You know, and Hulk Hogan is not announcing that he has. No, he he's not. He's, no, he's he, not. That he didn't. Die. No, but everyone knows how close Hulk Hogan was to Mean Gene. I, I don't it's, think they're ah, the gambling game. I don't think they're gonna risk bash Hogan. It's a risk. I don't know. Like I said, it depends on the crowd. What what city it is? I guess we'll look it up. But whew, good luck to them. <laughs> but you are right. They can't have him backstage. They're announcing it. They're announcing the main, it. TMZ broke the story. You're going to expect them to be in there. Yeah, people are going to tune in to see the reaction. I guess. I'm surprised you don't have Ric Flair out there for it. I mean, he did so many right. segments, and they were pretty close, too. Anyway, the world of wrestling has took to Twitter. Hulk Hogan said, and I quote, the best partner I ever had. We never rehearsed or did anything scripted from a writer. June asked me, hey, big man, what do you want to do? I always answered him, just follow you, brother. It always worked. From 1980 to 2017, rest in peace. That's crazy. Wow. Nothing was scripted. That's beautiful. Jesse Ventura, during an interview, said... Uh, in an interview, I laughingly called him Mean Gene Hot Air Machine. The Mean Gene stuck. I'm proud that I gave him that nickname. 
Didn't know that part. Didn't know that either. Jesse Ventura, nicknamed Mean Gene. That's where it came from. Trivia question. <laughs> a voice, a soundtrack to an entire era of our industry. He was the star of some of WWE's most memorable segments. Mean Gene was beloved by all. Triple H. Oh, that, that's a good one. A friend would be too generic of a term. We were more than friends. We were brothers. We were tied to each other for years. If I was going somewhere, I knew Gene Oakland was there. I made sure I found him. Ric Flair. Yep. There, there you go. There it is. Uh, and finally, so sad to hear about the passing of my dear friend. I just saw Mean Gene in North Carolina at Russell Cade. It's so true that tomorrows are never guaranteed. Say hello to Jan, Mean Gene, Jim Ross. Yeah. That's just some of the outpouring of support for it, it's it's very touching with that stuff i mean but again you know it, it is sad but I, i'm all about celebrating life you know when, when someone passes away you know i try to look at the positive side of it mm-hmm. you know and, and the impact that they left in the world you know and yep. mean gene obviously left a huge impact and we that's something to be celebrated i think and when uh, george h bush died mm-hmm. a month ago about yeah there were people who weren't really celebrating him because they were thinking people get idolized when they die people forget the shit they did the bad stuff or what we hated about them or what we disagreed with them about right when they die all that goes away we just tend to honor the man yeah none of that here nothing but praise and worship and nothing negative no disagreements there's nothing like scandalous about me this guy was you didn't hear anything bad about him this guy was the best and for everyone i've seen he stopped and took the time to Talk to everybody. So, a big loss in the wrestling community. It really is. Rest in peace, buddy. Yes, absolutely. Amen to that. How do you transition from that? You don't. Let's do it anyway. <laughs> I dare you to. Rumors were swirling for months. They've been finally confirmed this week as the Elite officially announced the formation and the logo of their upcoming All Elite Wrestling promotion. And they also announced a follow up to All In called Double or Nothing. How do you feel about this? How do I feel about it? Yeah. It's huge. It's a big shot to be fired for 2019. Apparently, they're offering contracts that match WWE's from what I'm hearing. Six, seven figures even? To some people, yeah. That's astonishing. The Wrestling Observer reports that they have signed multiple names already Mm -hmm. with future names to be revealed in the next coming weeks. Kenny Omega, it's a question mark. Where where is he going? He'll probably go there. Probably. American football executive and businessman Tony Khan will be funding AEW. But now he will not only be funny them, reports now say he'll be the president of the company. Okay. Cody Rhodes confirmed online in a statement that he'll be the executive vice president with the Young Bucks having some sort of vice president role as well. Of course, they're interested in Chris Jericho and Jim Ross. Those are two names being thrown around. Those are big, big names. Especially Jim Ross. With his oh, history. Yeah. Is it like what? Executive role? Is not even on, on air. Like executive role, creative role, role yeah. maybe even? I, I don't know. I mean, that... that Cody Rhodes is a very smart man. What was it? Uh, ESPN Sports? So, something announced today or yesterday that uh, the Cody Rhodes being a wrestler of the year. Oh, something I didn't hear about that. Really? Yeah, yeah. So, something weird. got posted about that. The number one wrestler of the year. And uh, how can you argue with that? Because the stuff that he's done in the ring mm. and outside. Yeah, that's true. Uh, y- y- it's hard to dispute that. Hmm. I'm still to go with Becky Lynch. <laughs> no, they're talking yeah. about mail. They're talking about specifically this um, mail, though. Mm. It, it, it's that's amazing what he's doing right now. I hope the best for this promotion. I think, uh, especially with New Japan and ROH, all, all of these promotions, you know, it's it's going to take WWE off guard. I think AEW is probably set to go quote unquote hard at wrestlers who have contract expiring with the E and attempt to lure them away. The rumor has it could be AJ Styles. I didn't hear about that. Sports agent Barry Bloom is talking about Bill Goldberg. Yes, I, I heard about that as well. The company is right now focused on off-air talents as a producers and agents, blah, blah, blah. That's crazy. Shots have been fired. AEW executives <laughs> are working on a TV deal to get the promotion on television and with Time Waters, TNT, TBS rumored to be the front runners. Oh, my God. Now, forget about it. Wow. If that does happen, we're looking at WWE versus WCW all over again, I think. That's a little too much. I read an article about how Impact was supposed to be the next WCW and how the mistakes they made. They have the funding right now, but I don't know just yet to say it's WCW. It could be. They could flop. GFW, Jeff Jarrett's promotion, was supposed to be the next big thing. They flopped. But did they get it? What was their TV contract? What was GFW? They had one, but then they merged with Impact for some weird reason. 
Right. And now they're fighting to get a new one. But what, pretty much, well, also not, they're not doing shows. There's no championships right now. So, I mean, I'm not too sure. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I mean, if... That's all you can do. If, if they're building it right, I mean, they... Especially the WWE product where it's at right now. Also, like, I recall I read it was Impact had the great funding behind it with the Carter family and Panda Energy. Mm-hmm. The great minds, Dusty Rhodes, Terry Taylor, the great talent, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe. They never really competed. Even with Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff behind them. They never really reached a level of WWE. They, they, you're right. I mean, so, I mean, interesting point of view. Not my point of view. Something I read online. We'll see what happens. But you know the problem is when you when you talk about Eric Bischoff and Hulk Hogan, they had Kevin Nash in there as well. You know they they had they they had the same problems that, that uh, WCW had towards the end. I think they even had Vince Russo too. Yes, yeah. and, and, you know the right. the same formula that that doomed WCW. They brought in for TNA, and that's not going to work. You know I I think Cody Rhodes is smart enough to know what he's doing. You know I mean he's definitely a chip off his old man. And, of yeah. course, the beautiful, beautiful, sexy Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> She's the uh, brand ambassador. Right. So that's a good but face. If, I think the key factor is if they lock in Jim Ross, mm-hmm. and they definitely have very good funding here. Yeah, there's $100 million right now at the bat. I, was that it? Was $100 that million to launch the brand. Insane. Yeah. That's and, the difference. So then if they get TBS or TNT or whatever, I, how, it's that's a... Much better positioning than Impact ever had, I think. We'll keep you updated. I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> Another promotion for the uh, Deadly Zane squad to invade, I guess, right? Fuck yeah. Why not, man? I, as I told you last week, we'll invade any show we want to. Invade this one. Invade this one. <laughs> yeah, please invade this one. <laughs> invade us. <laughs> well, Just we- for you, putty. We will. Preach. Thank you so much. <laughs> In other news, something I've really never thought about. When SmackDown goes to Friday nights on Fox, mm-hmm. apparently there's a discussion of whether to air it live from 5 to 7 or delay it 10 to 8 on the West Coast. I thought they were doing it live. I thought that was the deal. It's no? live, but they're not sure how to do it on the West Coast. Are they going to air it live on the West Coast from 5 to 7 or do like most primetime shows and air it in t- prime time in the West Coast like 8 to 10? Oh. Something I never thought about. No. Fuck the West Coast. I'm kidding. Fuck the West Coast is right, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> The belief is the show running in the later time slot would help draw a bigger audience, but the earlier time slot would lead to less complaints. Complaints? I don't know. I don't know. You, you know, I, I've I've worked in the West Coast before. I've never watched wrestling in the West Coast, so I I can't but really tell you. The main point of this sport was that Fox wants to present SmackDown as a legit sporting brand. Yes. They don't delay football games. They air them live. Right. So the thing is that Fox might want to do it live from 5 to 7. So they should just do that. So I'll keep you updated. I mean, that's a weird thing I never thought about. It's just one of the, something I want to throw out there. No, I never thought about that either. I always assumed it would be 10 to, 8 to 10. Like SmackDown has always been on the West Coast. Raw is always 8 to 11 on the West Coast. Yeah. Raw is not 1, 2, 3, 5 o'clock. <laughs> I love how you literally yeah. count on your fingers. 1, 2. So, <laughs> just some random thing I never thought about. Keep you updated. Please do. Now, now you have me curious. Thank you. Thought about last week. Impact will make its debut on the Pursuit Channel. You can't wait. Look the smile on your face. I can't wait. I just had the fucking channel. <laughs> It'll be Impact slash TNA's sixth television network in the program's history. That's a lot of, a lot of channels. That's a lot of channels. <laughs> During this week's weekly press pass podcast that your boys have been a part of, Josh Matthews talked about the move. He said, and I quote, We have the state of different properties in television to have a network or a channel that the parent company owns as a part of it's mutually beneficial to everybody involved. We're the same wavelength and grow together and build together. What? I get what you're saying. Impact audience can grow as Pursuit's audience grow, but nobody has Pursuit's channel. Yeah. I, like I said, last week, I, I'm a Spectrum customer. Spectrum is definitely the top two cable providers in the country, and they don't have that channel. Impact all the bat is losing half its audience, which is small enough. Good job, Impact. <laughs> but apparently, I didn't know this. I guess Anthem Sports owns the Pursuit channel, which makes sense, but ah, this is a shitty move. Because you don't have it. No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, you know, I still don't know if, even if I have it. I haven't had time to check. You have Verizon? My, I, have, I have Fios, yeah. I think they might have it. Yeah? We'll find out. I'll bear. I'm going to call them up and say, Michael J. Putty told me that he thinks I have this channel. If I don't, 
We'll we're gonna do it. I, I can find out beforehand. We'll just go online. No, no, <laughs> don't call. Don't bother them. I want to. I want to call them. Uh, I don't want to bother. Cause ruckus. I want to cause a ruckus. Because apparently we might be losing ESPN. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> and all the Disney channels that are involved in that package. <sighs> if you're listening to my voice right now and you have pursuit and you want to be an impact correspondent for our show, email us at inbox at showwrestling.com. We'll work things out because I can't watch it. Green Man can't watch it. So hopefully we can get involved and get somebody else to report it for us. I don't want to miss Impact anymore. Impact's good. It's good. Doing good stuff. No, they are. They're putting on a good product. In other news, a story I posted on our social medias, which kind of got a lot of responses. My man, Tommy Oliver. Jason David Frank is finally making his pro wrestling debut in 2019. Yes. Yes, we heard about this too. Power Ranger fan? Of course. Of course. Who's your favorite? Green Ranger. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite. My man. JDF, as we call him, played the Green Ranger for the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Apparently he came back like three other times in the later shows that we were too old to watch. He did, from what I heard about it. And he also made a little cameo in the movie, too. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool to see. Him and Kimberly. He has a MMA experience. Mm-hmm. He's been MMA for a couple of years now, for a while now. He has some color belt. I don't know the color belt offhand. He appeared at ringside as a special guest at Laredo Wrestling Alliance in the event in Laredo, Texas, and did a physical angle with... Mr. Stotacular, Brazen Scott. Okay. <laughs> LWA owner, Ray Shavaria, told, said in a recent interview that JDF will make his processing debut with the promotion in 2019. The Green Ranger is wrestling for the first time in LWA. Just listen to that over again. Laredo isn't known for that. Now, it's going to be known for something. The home of Jason David Frank's wrestling debut. Is that something you're known for? I guess. I for mean, Laredo it, It's going to bring eyes to them. I'll tell you this. We're talking about it on the podcast for the first we, time. We are, we're talking it, about it. It is here. working. Uh, Deadly Saiyan Squad, we're going to be watching. Yeah. We're going to keep our eye on this. To recruit him? Not to recruit him. Really? Come on, recruit him. We want to teach him how this business works. The, the Morphin Zane. The Morphin Zane? Yeah. No. No. Damn, I see the look in your eyes. You're going to yeah. beat his ass down, huh? Not me personally. Of course not. I'll be, I'll be talking about <laughs> it. I'll be smiling about it. They're going to be one Hollywood saying. Oh, okay. Taking that angle. Hollywood, okay. Go back to your Power Rangers. <laughs> Posted it on our social medias. We got some comments. M dot M-O-N-C-T-O-N. Can't pronounce that. Said Green Ranger versus Green Arrow. You know. That's something to work That would be cool. <laughs> uh Go to Sleep327 said just simply, please no. Mm. Dylan underscore Timul. Nah, leave me alone. <laughs> Elite Collector 215, he'd be fantastic. He's a student of the arts and an actor. He'd kill it. Will he? I mean, we don't know. I mean, yes, he has MMA experience. Yes, he has acting experience. But that stuff doesn't necessarily translate into the ring. Thunder090 said, can't wait to see some of the quotes. Surprisingly, there's a lot more positive comments than I thought there would be. The positive outweigh the negative here. So JDM has a lot of support here from your fans at Well, He's got a lot of fans, period, though. I mean... He is the Green Ranger. He was our childhood. It's hard to root against him. I saw him briefly for a couple seconds at Comic-Con this year. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I feel like you're getting a hard-on right now. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about something else. Brought a penny match coming up. Please, come on. Please, come on. Is it coming on already? I mean, these matches are pretty fast. You're right. That's what she said. <laughs> that makes no sense. So anything else about JDF? Any, any warnings to him? Any warnings? Yeah. No, uh, it's a, actually an open invite. Please come to New York. Please come to the Tri-State area and see what happens. You come to BCW. Come over, man. Come over to the Bronx. Yeah. We'll show you what's up. <laughs> that doesn't sound inviting. I wouldn't accept that invite. Nah, I, look at the smile on my face. It's, it's an invite. <laughs> a warm, friendly invite. Come on over. Leave that there. Now the news... John Cena recently interviewed by the Sports Daily and spoke of the words of wisdom given to him by The Rock about his career. As an actor yourself, let's get your intake. He said, and I quote, The Rock has been genuine to me enough to tell me to be myself. I think it's great advice. It came at a time when I needed it. I tried some movies. They weren't really successful. The reason I was doing these movies was to try to create a business model. Then I looked back at myself and realized, I just like telling stories. He gave me the pretty cool advice and said, hey man, they're going to like you or hate you, but be yourself. At least... That way, in the day, you feel good about your body of work. Makes sense to you? Best advice possible. I read that as well, and I think that's the best advice. Not in this, even just in acting or wrestling, just in life in general. You know, if, cool. if you can walk away from anything 
happy with the work you did, then you won. No matter what, people are going to hate you. You can you can try to please as many people as you want. There are still going to be a small group of people that are going to hate you. It's true. Fortunately, it, it happens. And so what? Are you happy with what you did? So far, knock on wood. <laughs> and that's fine. You know, and I, you can definitely tell John Cena. You know, is always about the business model, business structure, trying trying to do the right thing, in a way playing it safe a lot of times. But you know what? Be yourself. Be happy with your work, and it'll show. Look at Becky Lynch right now. She's clearly enjoying what she's doing, and she's being herself. She's being yep. true to herself. And guess what? We're all along for the ride. We're loving it. We're having a good time because she's having a good time. Great advice. Oh, thank you. It was all mine. Not anything to do with The Rock. Who? Who? <laughs> who? Dwayne who? Yeah. The Rock. Did you watch the Titan Games? No. I, it got good ratings, though, I heard. Not too bad. Not too bad. It, was pretty, it reminded me of uh, American Gladiators. Yeah? But like on... Intense level. <laughs> so, so these are just good. these are average people. Am I right? Like average Joes, yeah. They're average Joes, right? There's a school teacher here from Queens, New York, who's on the show. Stop, really? Yeah, but like former military massage therapists, people who work out. There's, there's a story to everybody here. Of okay, course. but just random Joes, no background really in anything sports related. Although Robbie E's on the show from Impact. Okay, yeah. I don't know when he's popping up, but he's on the show. But he's a, a, a competitor. A competitor. Now, th- that's not an average Joe, though. Is he? He never really made anything big. But he was a professional wrestler. For impact when it was shitty. Still, that's a professional wrestler. You're an athlete. You're. We know his name. But there's college football people that take away. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. It's, it's The Rock. <laughs> He's a good show. Entertaining. <laughs> Check it out. He can make Thursdays anything look on NBC. Let's get some Trojan Heels. Yeah. Yeah. We, I have plenty of those. A shot of wrestling presents here and here. Right, I'll start with Raw. I don't have much for Raw this week. What do you have? You know what? Seth Rollins, man. Okay. That, that promo was so damn good. I love how Triple H like oh, yeah, rotted yeah. out of him and everything. And it, even him. He's been making a lot of digs at Brock Lesnar lately. Have you noticed that? Yes, I have. I remember hearing the rumors about him versus Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania this year. It's starting to make me think, okay, there could be something to these rumors. The big news story of that segment was how there's no more guaranteed rematch title clause. Right, right. They're keeping up with that, yeah. Is that going to be permanent? Is that for a Seth Rollins story angle? No, it's it's permanent because right. they uh, they did that to someone else as well on SmackDown. So I, I think they did, yeah, they did it with AJ Styles, actually. I'm going to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Watching Invasion. It's the one, Billy Gunn. Oh, my God. This is right after the business. He looks Ash. good, actually. Mr. Ash shit, right? This was his next gimmick. The one, Billy Gunn. The one, Billy Gunn. Got rid of the kisses on his ass. He was always the best as Mr. Ass, though. He was the best at whatever he did. Billy and Chuck? <laughs> Billy and Chuck. Oh, my God. I forgot about Billy and Chuck. The smoking Guns? Smoking Guns is cool. Anyway, back to Raw. Back to Raw. That promo, though, that was one of the best that Seth Rollins has done. That's true. It was passionate. It was it was good. It was well done, and you know it didn't. It led into the Bobby Lashley match, and um, Bobby Lashley I feel like hasn't had any good matches at all recently. Not really, and I don't know if it's because of his age now or whatever. They're just creative. Maybe it could be that I don't know. But Seth Rollins, man, again bringing that intensity out in the ring with the chair shots to uh, to everyone. I would love to see Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. I don't know. Same build. It's Brock Lesnar versus Black Lesnar. Same build, <laughs> same background. I would just I think that would match has potential of being a great match. My fear is that it could be another Goldberg mm, Brock Lesnar thing. True. Yeah, when I see two, two people, two bigger guys with a similar yeah. build, good point. I, I I can't remember last time I saw a good match like that. Yeah, you know, it just doesn't really make for good chemistry. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe. But, uh, yeah, do, do you not have any, uh... I'm going to cheer Zack Ryder sighting for the first time in Raw Yeah, I was going to say, Zack Ryder. There was a good Zack Ryder sighting. In good there. showing. They, they gave him, what, the final four, final three? Mm, was it final four, I think, right? Definitely final four. I'm not sure it was the final three. Yeah. It's just weird how they fuck with him. 
his fans. <laughs> they whet your appetite with him and then just like disappear. And now we're not going to see him until like the end of 2019, probably. probably yeah. <laughs> you know, he's always on Superstars, where the show is on the network that we don't, no one watches. He has a great feud with Mike Bennett. Does he really? I, I actually didn't yeah, know that. Mike and Alice. Yeah. I watched his Instagram and he posted pictures of him like this week on Superstars, me and Mike. Me, me and Mike this weekend, Superstars. Me and Mike this weekend, Superstars. So. They're wasting Mike as well, though. Oh, big time. He's on 205 now, right? He is. His wife got pregnant. Which I guess killed his gimmick. Yeah. Now she's back there on 205 Live. Like I said, well, this Good vo- fit. That's a good fit. Like I said, well, this void I have in my life for Impact going away. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about either watching NXT or 205 Live. And I'm hearing good things about 205 Live. Well, yeah, because now Hunter took it back into control. I'm curious to watch more NXT myself. You know, I talk, you know talking about New Year's Resolutions yeah. earlier? That's what I might do. I might start watching NXT oh, more. We'll both start watching NXT. So next time we're on the show, we do Cheers and Heels for NXT. Okay. Done. In my last cheers, I'm sure your cheers, I'll let you talk about it more, was the first match. It's great to see Ross not start with a long, boring promo that leads to something else. <laughs> Started with action right away. That still cage match with Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. I also love the, the following brutal beatdown where he destroyed him, but Dolph Ziggler got up. That's all he got. He came back in for some more. Ziggler, my thing with him, that dude could sell anything and look like he can make anyone look like a million bucks. He can sell Iceman Eskimo, absolutely. He really could. And not that you need any anything extra to sell Drew McIntyre, but it certainly helps with Dolph Ziggler's selling ability. I've talked about it a couple times in the show. He's one of the best sellers in the in this year right now. Yeah, I would say that. I, Maybe Randy Orton, I think, is up there too, but he's definitely one of the best sellers in the uh... I would also have to say about Dolph Ziggler is that he probably has the best drop king I've seen out of Oh, absolutely, hands down. The air he gets. The air he gets, the connection... Ooh. The, the great, sound, it, it great all super looks kick great. Too. Yeah, super kick. Okay, hi. Boys, yeah. you, like, you don't agree with me. Okay. No, I I enjoy I enjoy a good super kick. I enjoy a good super. For me, it's always Shawn Michaels, man. <laughs> but I'm thinking nowadays. Nowadays, hmm. Nowadays, but he does have one of the best drop kicks in the uh, hands down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, better than Rocky Johnson, I would say. Yeah. Definitely better Rocky Myvias. <laughs> hey oh, what a shitty sharpshooter he had. Rock? Yeah. He's he the worst sharpshooter ever. <laughs> I do a better one than he does. <laughs> Absolutely. Ask Green Man. I will ask Green Man. You do that. Green What's Man, it? you tell me right now. Sharpshooter, yay or nay? At Mark Schwann on the social medias? Yes. That's all I got for Roth. Don't have anything else, really. What's he got? What I have is uh, the same old shitty six-woman tag team match once again. Okay. How many times are you gonna, you're saying you want change or you're going to give us yep. change? How many times are you going to see the, the Riot Squad versus... Bailey, Sasha, and Ember Moon. That's true. Wait, it's very repetitive. It's way too repetitive. Like, yes, they they perform well in the ring. Was it last week they had to change it up with throwing Dana Brooke in? I think Dana Brooke's a big waste of talent too. Like she deserves better. She does. She definitely deserves better. Hopefully, we'll see more of her when the tag team titles come out. But I think so. You know, I mean, they did drop some like some lines in there about the tag titles and whatnot. Maybe that's what they're playing up for. But again, like. You're, you're putting the same matches in a row for a few weeks now. Like, yeah. Deserve better. They definitely deserve better. That's my big complaint. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I know. And that's for Raw? You know what? The Ronda Rousey match, the tag team match, I like. I dug the was fact that... Natalia versus the... Natalia and Ronda versus Naya, uh, Naya and oh, Tamina. Yeah. I love the fact that, Ra- that Ronda dove from uh, from the top to the outside. That, that, that was, was cool. Yeah, that was cool, yeah. Definitely cool to see. She's she's expanding her uh, her repertoire quite a bit. Yeah, she is getting better and better. I, mean, I hate to say because I didn't was a fan of hers at the beginning with, but she's definitely getting better and better. Absolutely. My knock though is I feel like okay, here it comes. This could have been a moment for her to take the L. Yeah, because she had the armbar and Tamina. Nia comes in with a big leg drop. Good point. And that's a perfect that's a perfect uh, chance to pin her, have some change, but yet still make. Ronda still looks strong because it is a tag team match. I don't see them having her lose cleanly. At just something about her. But that, that's not even that clean, though. That's true. I don't see her losing at all. It's it's just like my my one little nitpick right there because no, I feel I like that would, that would have been a perfect opportunity to bring the change that, you, that people want to yes. see and still have uh, Ronda still look good. That's a good point. Great point, actually. Thank you. You're Thank you. I, I saw an opening there. You, you know? took it. I, I that if I was booking the show i would have done that but you know i'm not booking the show and i don't know what the long-term plan is so yeah 
yet. Hopefully live 2020. <laughs> Smackdown. Let's move on to Smackdown. My, I like questions more than Cheers and Hills. Like, why does Samoa and Joe and Jeff Hardy have to fight for the last spot when everyone else is just given that spot? Yeah, I was wondering that, too. <laughs> and then why did the referee restart the count? Thank you! I mean, there's a good point there. I mean, the whole point, I do it all the time in the W2K games. Take the guy outside, roll in when the ref's at 9, ding, 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 10. Right. The guy restarted the count for some weird reason. It's like, have you never refed before? Yeah. Hello? Did I someone mean, have a little too much to drink the night before? I mean, much, I know uh, it's a pre-tape, but... Champagne? Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. It didn't, didn't make any sense. Made no sense nor whatsoever. Did, nor did they explain it, because the announcer said the same thing. I'm just saying to you, why did he restart the count? Exactly. Unless, is that going to be uh, a storyline for next week, maybe? I don't see how, but... I don't, I don't see how either, because I would actually, you know what, if if it was the other way around, if Jeff Hardy won, Samoa Joe could make that complaint and that yes. could be the storyline, but Jeff Hardy lost, so, so I don't know. Makes no sense. It makes no sense. Just give him the fucking count out there if you're going to lose anyway. Right. It, you know, that would have been a great way to make Jeff look good, keep the storyline yeah. going, whatnot. Keep him a little strong. Yeah. Put his money momentum. He lost via count out. Right. I have that in my notes as well, actually. Big cheers. One of the highlights for SmackDown is they briefly touched it last week, and now they're going full force this week, was the, the entire storyline between Mandy Rose and Naomi. <laughs> I am loving this. Are you? Or is it the fact that they showed Mandy in a towel? <sighs> <laughs> I, I had to know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask the questions down to you. <laughs> Naomi and Mandy Rose, two of the best-looking women on the roster. It's just the fact, like, you don't see women in towels. It's very attitude Eric. Tori Wilson did it. Trish Stratus did it. It's a, it's you don't see that much anymore. Well, Mandy Rose is like more of like the uh, that's what whole the old school divas type of thing. She's taking on the uh, talk about on the show the Emelina character. Yes, Emelina. She was, is. Emelina was supposed to be the throwback to the divas from the Attitude Era. Right. So that's where they're going with it, obviously, and it's working. But I just like it's different. We haven't uh, seen that much in a while. Uh, apparently, well, rumor has it that Vince wants to give Mandy a big push. Definitely, I don't can't argue that she has a look he likes. <clears throat> and she could talk. I had puberty for a second. Hold on. <laughs> she has a look he, he likes. She's not bad in the ring. She's getting better. And she's great on the mic. Going to get better. So. And she's young. Very young. A lot to learn. New York native. She is a New York native. So I just like the whole storyline. I'm, I'm, I'm enthralled. Clothes the Usos too. And the Usos are involved. Which took her shirt off. And it was wearing the See, Usos. here's the truth now coming out. <laughs> oh, that's great. Was she took her oh. shirt off to wear. And she was wearing the Usos t shirt. Let me finish my sentence. That was a good touch, though. That was a great touch. That was a very good touch. I, I, I do dig that because it you know, keeps with the story. And I will say, from a guy's perspective, I've never seen an Uso shirt look so good. So. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Cheers to that. Anything else for SmackDown? Anything else? For, I mean, how are we not talking about this? Becky Lynch and John Cena. Go for it. I think that was... You want to talk about moments of 2019? I think that kicks it off right there. Absolutely. I have never love, seen... Love how they handled it. Never yeah. seen before in my life uh, a segment or a match where fans aren't che- uh, cheering or chanting for Cena's name one way or another. There was not even a C- let's go Cena, Cena sucks chant. Not once. It was all Becky. Yep. All Becky clearly establishing herself as the man. And I love the segment because it was full of lines. Mm-hmm. Oh, John, how's it feel like you wanted a man to come out, but you got the man instead? Right. And, and the whole be- uh, was the Nikki Bella line she dropped as well. Love how John Cena brought Nikki Bella up first to get it out of the way. He did, and then she ended it with Nikki Bella line as well. Smart. It was really it was a great segment. Both they both work well together. They work well off each other. And her throwing him out the ring. I mean, that yeah. was for me. For what I saw in there, I I felt like I saw a passing of the torch in a way. Okay. And Becky took it, and the fans embraced it. It was almost like John Cena who. Yeah. Good point. I definitely see that. It was insane. No. Superstar in this business for the last so how long has Cena been doing? Also, this? no one cares anymore because it's John Cena's part time. He's going back to Raw. We're not going to see him on down for it anymore. But it's still, I mean, it's it's a this big moment. Becky, John Cena's is, the the as as Vince McMahon put the Babe Ruth of this industry. We've been doing this for what twenty years, something like that, close to it. I think just want to prove that this is Becky Lynch's show. Exactly, and Becky Lynch did prove that. I think Becky Lynch. I mean, it's this is her time. WWE is her show, period, I think, right now. And when John Cena grew his hair out, there was people wondering who hated on it for some weird reason. People hate John Cena's hair. I'm not a fan. But they were wondering, like, what's he going to do with his hat? Is he going to run down the ring with his hat still on and throw it out? But you notice he didn't wear his hat 
when yeah. he, to, he he attached it to his belt clip. <laughs> Smart. So he still had the hat on. Still has the merch. Yeah, he can't wear his hat no more, but he still wore it. Always marketing genius. <laughs> Always thinking. If you're a loyal listener, you know I have a thing about tag teams who dress alike, act alike, team unity. Green Man knows what I'm talking about. Right. If you're listening, Green Man, you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to cheers to Biz following my footsteps and creating mock uniforms. I love that segment. Matching gear for him and Shane. That was great. And Shane's reactions, too. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> I appreciate it because I, I, on the same way, we got to match. We got to look alike. We got to look the part. We can't look different. We gotta, we're got a team. Miz is one step ahead of Shane McMahon here. Miz is comedy gold, man. I can't wait to see what Shane McMahon ends up wearing. I can't wait to, I can't wait to see their match at WrestleMania. I think that that's what this is leading to. Against each other? Yeah. Oh, man. I can't wait. I think it has to. What's he got for SmackDown? That's all I'm done. SmackDown. You're done with SmackDown? Yeah. That's all you got? How about the New Day's promo, man? <laughs> that was good. I love the, the throwing a little Steiner math in there. <laughs> yeah, TNA Steiner math. I know. Did you hear the reason why they're doing that? No. What, what was the reason why? I was curious. Vince McMahon reportedly has a lot of changes coming for the character of the New Day. Okay. Hence why they're getting rid of pancakes. That's step one. Thank God. The pancakes thing, it was getting annoying. So there's a lot of changes coming to the New Day, apparently. So we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. I don't see why, because they're great. They Everyone loves the New Day. Why change them? He's they, not looking to split them up, right? It's just evolved. No, just different ca- change of characters a little bit. Was Steiner that, math? What does that mean? I don't know. So I'm curious. That's why I was going to cheers that I will. Then I find out, oh, that's, there's a point to that. I'm like, now I'm curious to see where this leads to. They also brought up Brock Lesnar as well. Yeah. Being well, a part-timer. So I'm curious. What's, what's the future hold for the New Day? I hope they keep them together, but it's still... I don't uh, see them breaking the ball. Yeah. But, you know, maybe have them do some single stuff to, though, as well. Maybe kind of like Shield-esque. But now the Freebird rules in their effect. Right. All three of them are tag team champions. True. Are all three of them going to be... WWE champion? No. Okay. You don't know. The, the Freebird does that? Does that apply for singles belts? No. I don't think so. But it, I mean, who knows? It's never been applied to singles belts before. Good. Change is never the threesome like the New Day. Change is in the air. Exactly. Uh, what else do I have here? All right, my big complaint right now. Okay. And it's hard for me to say because I'm a big AJ Styles fan. So on Raw, Seth Rollins is unleashed, right? Supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly. Now what's going on SmackDown? Vince McMahon's trying to get AJ Styles. Unleashed. Bring out his inner demon. His yeah. inner animal. Yeah. Animal, yeah. So two same storylines on two different shows. It's the same thing. With similar characters. That, I didn't think of it that way, but I can see that. It's weird. It's weird, right? I was like, didn't I just see this last night when I was looking at AJ Styles? I didn't think of that at all. Okay. And no offense to AJ, I feel like Seth is doing it better. I don't know about that. And already within a one week, I Seth feel like is AJ Styles McMahon's building to something. If it's Hmm. I don't see Seth Rollins building to anything specifically except him being more ruthless aggression. By the phrase. So what are they doing with AJ though? Unless are they something are they trying on. to do animal versus animal? Seth versus AJ? No, not at all. There's something, there's something, there's something cool going on here. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But there's something. There's something building to something with AJ Styles and Mr. McMahon. What, AJ Styles versus Mr. McMahon. <laughs> Imagine, that'd be awesome. <laughs> would it? No, be I was there for Brett versus McMahon. That was horrible. <laughs> And Vince, that wasn't even his last time wrestling. He, didn't he wrestle CM Punk in like a steel cage match or some shit? Oh, I don't remember offhand, but I hope not. On a Raw? I hope not. I'm pretty sure he did. Oh. Or a street fight or some shit. Whatever. <laughs> Vince is crazy. He's yeah. out of his mind. Impact. My last impact forever. Cheers. Scarlett Bordeaux. Smoking hot. She's a smoke show for a reason. I'm going to miss her most of all. I feel like this is like your goodbye episode for Impact. It is. Literally, it is. I can't watch it next week. LAX had a great promo. If you missed Impact, Google January 3rd, 2019, LAX promo outside. One of the best promos I've seen from LAX. Impact overall in a long time. Very heartfelt, very emotional. It was awesome. Uh, the start of the show with a great 10-man tag team match. Heels versus faces. Spot after spot after spot. Like most Impact matches are. Yeah, a lot of uh, Impact matches are like that. Uh, Jake Chris hit a cutter from the top rope onto the outside. Of course, whoever else wasn't involved. The other eight men in the match. They caught them. It was still cool to see the cutter from the top rope. You don't see that in WWE. No, you don't. Then later on in the match, it was Willie Mack hit a stunner from the second rope. Oof. Stone Cold never hit a stunner from the second rope. No, Stone Cold never had to. Yeah, that's true. And then finally, the Eli Drake got a great promo yet again. Eli Drake, one of the best talkers on the mic in Impact. I'm not an ECW mark. Don't know ECW history. 
But it was still cool for me as a casual fan to see Raven in the ring face-to-face with Tommy Dreamer squaring off. And then, of course, they, they reunite and both destroy Eli Drake. But that's my last impact, folks. Once again, if you watch you know, it's it, it's not back, a bad one to go out on. You oh, no, know, pretty good. To see Tommy Dreamer and Raven reunite like that. This is the go-home show to Homecoming. Right. I don't know if I should order Homecoming yet. What's holding you back? I can't see the fallout. Oh, that's a good point. If you have the Pursuit channel, listen to the show, you want to be our Impact correspondent, once again, that's serious. E- email us, inbox at com, and hopefully you can uh, share Choosing and Heels on next week's show. Basically, Mike, you're just asking every. You're asking for a brand new friend right now. No, I'm asking for someone to inform me of what's going on in Impact. <laughs> so I got a good friend right here. You do. Yeah. You do. Cheers. We're the two best friends anyone can have. Two best friends that anyone can have. But I still want to keep up with Impact, and I want someone to tell me what's going on. I have a tape involved in the Scarlet Bordeaux talent search. I didn't know if I'm going to win this or not. So uh, inbox at shadowwrestling.com. Please do this, because I, Mike is going to cry if you don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm going to edit this part out. Don't, be, don't, be, don't do that. No, no. You know, I'm, I'm asking for a friend here. I, I, want, I want you to smile. because I haven't lost my smile yet. You, you are losing your smile. The fact that Impact is going away, it hurts me to see you like this. Appreciate that. That's what, that's what friends are for, right? Green Man don't care. Green Man told me he doesn't care, actually. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> doesn't. Something we haven't done in a while at ratings. This week's Raw drew a $1.968 million, which is up. Surprisingly, 11% from last week's $1.775 billion from the Christmas episode, which was the lowest in history for Raw. I feel like I'm saying that a lot as weeks go by. But you know, in all fairness, I mean, it's hard to do on like a Christmas time. Like you said that. So New Year's. It's weird that New Year's actually. The last time Raw aired on New Year's Eve was 2012. That show drew $3.55 million, How? Which was up 30% from the Christmas Eve episode. That's interesting. Very interesting. What was going on in 2012? Yeah, I, I was literally about to ask that. Raw was number four in the night in viewership behind, for the second week in a row, behind North Carolina State versus Texas AM College Football, Missouri versus Oklahoma, Cincinnati versus Virginia Tech. You have the bowl games going on, too. Raw was number four in the 18 to 49 demographic behind those college football games. SmackDown this week drew a 2.09, 1 million, which is up 9.8% from last week's 1.904. SmackDown was number 10 in the night in viewership behind. Seven ESPN college football games, Sports Center, and the Curse of Oak Island. Which I told you to start watching. You haven't watched started watching yet. Whatever. <laughs> SmackDown was number ten in the eighteen to forty nine demographic behind those same shows. This marks the second week in a row SmackDown has beaten Raw. It's big. SmackDown's the A show. I guess who's on it? Backy, backy, Touche. Don't get traded to Raw, please don't. Impact finished this year with a total of thirteen point. 008 million with an average of 250,154 viewers per episode. This week's impact drew 151,000, which is up from last week's 135,000. This is the best viewership impact I've seen since the 10 p.m. time slot as it leaves. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Pop TV. <laughs> what are they doing? This week's final impact on Pop ranked 137 in the cable top 150. Last week's ranked 118. That's the last you hear about impact on A Shot of Wrestling. Boom. Should, should we should we have a moment? Should we have a, a shot for them? Yes, we should. We should. We should. You uh, you want to make any last words for Impact? Rest in peace. Thanks for the memories. Touche. So we're doing NXT now, right? Yeah, it looks Go like we're doing NXT, and then uh, yeah, NXT. Looking forward to it. All right. Yeah, and then let's see what happens with uh, All Elite. I don't care about All Elite. <laughs> I don't care about that at all. <laughs> let's get some go home thoughts. We have some time here. Something we have done in a long time. If you're a loyal listener. We used to play games here on the show. We had some fun, lighthearted, to keep fun. Let's bring back some games with Hollywood himself, Mark Schwann. I'm going to win. I don't even know what game we're playing, but I'm going to win. game we haven't played in a long time. I think since episode like 13, 14? That's a long-ass time. This is episode 148, by the way. All right. Say what? What? So I put popular catchphrases, okay, wrestling catchphrases, into Google Translate. Okay. Into a random language. That I took that response and translated it back into English. Okay. So I'm going to tell you what Google Translate told me. You have to tell me what the original catchphrase was. Okay. Ready? All right. There's eight of them. Okay. Do you whiff what I'm brewing? Do you smell what I'm cooking? Do you smell what the rock is cooking? All right. Good job. It's easy. Yeah. Easy. Easy. One of the easiest games we've ever played. Beg your pardon? What? Beg your pardon? Is it what? Correct. 
Yeah. It's easy. It's a game. Procure the counters. <laughs> Can you repeat that one? Procure the counters. Get the tables. Wow. I told you I'm going to win. Anybody accepts a fee. Everybody's got a price. It's our best friends. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, yes? No. Who says, oh, yes? Oh, yes, Paul Bear. <laughs> Final answer? Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. We still got four right. Oh, Minimum do is 500. Damn. Ease in truce. Ease in truce? Yeah. I don't know how with that one. If I don't know the answer to that one, I'll be f- stumped. Ease in truce. You are four right, one wrong so far. Ease in truce. I don't know. I don't know this one. Give me a random guess. I, I have nothing. Final answer? Final nothing. I have nothing for this. Rest in peace. Ease in truce. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I would have never gotten that. Ready? Here we go. Number seven. Four to two. Retain a cordial light. That's be a European language. <laughs> You're having so much fun with this right uh, now. I miss doing this. Retain a cordial light? These languages are so fucked up. <laughs> um, what is this one? Uh, I need an answer. I can't tell you. You have to give me an, your answer. I guess. Retain a cordial light. Four to two, right? Yeah, four to two. I don't know. Hustle a little to respect. I don't know. I <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs> that makes more sense than what I said. <laughs> so it's four to three. You need this one to win. Okay. Okay. There's no tiebreaker here. So okay. if you, you lose this one, you, you I just you lose. Tie. Yeah. Tying is losing in my mind. All right. This might be easy. Ah, you weren't aware? You could tell better inform whoever. Oh, you didn't know? You asked better call somebody? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the fuck I got that one. I think the way you said it, yes, I got it. Well done. So you beat our first game in uh, I think since 2017. Congratulations! I feel accomplished. So you get no, no interviews. Have a game, but if you want to keep up with your interviews, go to our YouTube channel. A Shadow Wrestling Green has all our interviews there. We'll be posting old interviews, old classic interviews from the past. So definitely check us out on YouTube, A Shadow Wrestling, for those great in-depth exclusive interviews you only hear on A Shadow Wrestling. So go home thoughts. This weekend is not only the Golden Globes for you. It is Impact Homecoming. Damn straight. Let me tell you what we're going to watch. Sammy Callahan versus Willie Mack. Allie and Sue Young versus Kira Hogan and Jordan Grace. Eddie Edwards and Moose in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Abyss versus Eli Drake in a Monsters Ball match. LAX versus the Lucha Brothers, two of the best tag teams right now for the World Tag Team Championships. Tessa Blanchard versus Taya Valkyrie for the Knockout Championship with Gail Kim as special guest referee. That's going to be a good one. Jay Christ, Ethan Page, Rich Schwann, Trey Miguel in the Ultimate X match for the vacated X Division Championship. And in your main event, Johnny Impact versus Brian Cage for the Impact World Championship. Now, it sounds like a great card. Don't know if I should get it. Do I spend the 40 bucks to watch a great pay-per-view? I say do it. Fuck it. Why not? Okay. I I don't think you're going to complain about it. I don't think you'll feel any worse about it. What's great about that is now I can watch the Golden Globes and watch it anytime I want because I can't watch the Fallout. Right. I have a week to watch it. Exactly. I might do that. All right. There you go. See? Just sold you. You're the best. It's our best friends. You're the best friends. Any go home thoughts for you, my friend? Oh, jeez. So many thoughts going on in this mind. Yourfavoriteactor.com, where I found out you worked for Unforgettable. <laughs> it was an unforgettable moment. Yeah. <laughs> or was it off air? Very forgettable. Very, yeah, you're right. Very forgettable. Um, it turns out the show is pretty forgettable. You're the only fan I know from that show or of that oh. show. <laughs> Me and, and I was on it. <laughs> Me and a co talked about it all the time. It was a great show. Uh, final thoughts is hey, if you're not doing anything January 18th, Queen of the North, BCW, I got to promote that, man, for. Uh, the elder saying himself. What are you guys doing there? What are we doing there? You haven't matched yet? You'll see. Okay. It's a queen of the north. It's an all-women's show, man. I need to beg you to hurry up because Trish Stratus, Lita versus Stacey Keebler, Tori Wilson is about to come on our TV in the studio. I know. I see you're not even paying attention. I, I can say anything I want right now. You could. Brian Penny's match about to come on. <laughs> I haven't seen one in years. Anyway, if you want to get in touch with you, it's just yourfavoriteactor.com. Yourfavoriteactor.com. All my social media links are in there. My contact you have information. You a hard spell, so just... Uh, Everything is posted there on yourfavoriteactor.com. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. At least anything that I want you to know about me. Oh, touche. Touche. So for um, first show of 2019, not too bad. Yeah. Our, I won a game. 
<laughs> our first game of 2019. Our first game of 2018, I guess. Because we haven't played games in years. Right. So you won a free shot downstairs. Boom! Congratulations. That, not that you were, were going to get that anyway. It's going to be like well liquor. <laughs> no, it can be top shelf. Boom. Jack, Jack awesome. Honey, Jack Honey, bro. Unofficial sponsor of the show. <laughs> I mean, thank you for listening. Yet again, it's a shot of wrestling on Instagram, Facebook, shot of wrestling no way on Twitter, a shot of wrestling on our YouTube. Check out those exclusive interviews. And have a happy new year. So for the Hollywood Zane, the Schwan and only Mark Schwan. Sup? <laughs> happy new year. Happy new year. I have been your host at Mark J. Putty. Until next week, Putty out. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>